1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you are listening from. This is Life Transformation Radio, and I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Best-Selling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 79 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday. Join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and never miss an episode by subscribing wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Springer, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya app, the Google Play Music app, Pandora, and at our YouTube channel, Life Transformation Radio. Please subscribe to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and be sure to leave us a rating and a review to let us know what you think about the show. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, call us up and be a part of the show at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657 657- Three eight three one one zero nine, and with that, please help me welcome to the show my guest for today, digital marketing expert Jeff Hughes. Jeff, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
0: Hey, thanks for having me on today,
1: dude. I'm super pumped to have you. Um, I've had quite a few marketing experts, but I think you bring a little something different to the show. Man, you've been through a lot in your life. Yeah,
0: I you could say I, I came from uh, another another side of the tracks, so that's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. I've watched your videos, I've checked you out, and um man, I'm I'm pumped to have you on the show. So, the title of this episode is An Entrepreneur's Journey with Digital Marketing Expert Jeff Hughes. He's an entrepreneur, a speaker, and a digital marketing expert. He works with people all over the world in recreating themselves in every facet, personally, spiritually, in their health, and financially. Jeff has suffered through sexual abuse twice, dropped out of high school in 10th grade, received no GED, no equivalency, no college degree, attempted suicide twice, hustled as a shoe salesman, sold robots at the border, forced into bankruptcy, lost his family's home and the vehicles were repossessed, lost $60,000 in investments, was divorced and survived Miller Fisher's syndrome. Out of all that, Landmark Forums was his first personal development endeavor and exposure to this thing called perceptions. He'll tell you exactly how the story ends later in the episode, but you can learn from Jeff what to do and what not to do as an entrepreneur in today's climate. His experience is going to blow your mind. His website is Jeff with a G, G E O F F H U g-h-e-s com g jeff go to instagram and youtube right there in the show notes connect with him set him a friend request on instagram or youtube and let him know that you heard his episode of life transformation radio jeff my friend the first question i have to ask you is after all of that after everything that you've been through in life what is your why why do you do what you do? Well,
0: at one point it was uh, money and to get out, of my, get out of my circumstances growing up in a really, uh, uh, I guess you would say, poverty, uh, poverty environment. But every day now, um, I pretty much wake up and I, I look at the world and I see a lot of me where I was living a life that wasn't fulfilled and I didn't know how to get out of my own way. So a lot of people hear the word self-sabotage.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know how that I, is.
0: Yep. Yeah. So yep. now that I've been able to experience and become a professional, um, more so on the unconscious mind and understanding how the mind works, mm. my why is to share with people to break free from what they know. I kind of look at the world as what they call a simulation. We're indoctrinated okay. into someone else's, um, someone else's matrix, someone else's world. And we know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. And until we are awoken, mm-hmm. I guess the best way to say it is my mission statement every single day is awaken people to possibilities that transforms lives and creates a legacy. That's my why.
1: I like it say one more time awaken
0: people to the possibilities that transforms lives and creates a legacy
1: i love it man absolutely and it speaks to that that action that needs to be taken and then the result is that leaving of the legacy and sometimes people that i come in contact with as a speaker and even as a podcaster, I talk to people, and they're like, I don't know if that's for me. Like, I don't know. And it seems like really hard. It seems really hard. I'm like, I love stuff that's hard. I love stuff that's difficult. I like the adversity that you have to go through because, one, it makes you stronger. Two, there is a ton of growth in that adversity, in that failure. There is a ton of growth. But the problem is that either people don't think that it's possible for them or they keep repeating the same mistake over and over and they don't learn the lesson. And I always say that life is the only place where the test is given first and the lesson comes after.
0: hundred percent. And further to your point, um, the biggest thing that, that, that the struggle is there's so much content out there. There's so much content out mm-hmm. there, but content without context because context is what delivers the transformation or a part of the transformation, then it's just knowledge. It's like you, you regurgitate, you know, watching the secret, you regurgitate what Tony Robbins says, mm-hmm. but contextually you don't get it from an unconscious level. And reality is this, this is, this is, these are facts. You only think 5% of your day consciously. 95% of everything you do every single day is done unconsciously and your unconscious hmm. programming was developed between 80% of it was developed between the ages of zero and seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I've heard that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Aristotle, I mean, this saying's hundreds of years old show me a boy till he's seven and I'll show you the man. They knew that the environment and what you indoctrinated them between zero and seven years old was going to develop them into the person they are later on in the years.
1: Yep. Yeah. I've heard that a couple of times and I've got a two-year-old and a five-year-old right now, and we were very conscious. I, so I have a parenting theory before I finish. That, I have a parenting theory. The first child you run when they fall and, and you're so on top of them, you know, and, and you want to protect them, you want to do everything. And, and they're usually the most ruined because you have no idea what you're doing. Parenting. You have no idea. Your second child, you're a little bit better. You know, what's, what to freak out about. You know, what's man, they will be fine. And you know, they're a little bit better. Your third child seems to be one of the better children. Cause you think you got it all figured out. Um, you've read enough books by now, you've got enough experience. Your fourth child is screwed because if if, if that child falls, you're like, dump some dirt on it. You're fine. No, I, I know your I know your leg is broken. It's fine. You can walk. Just walk it off. Walk right, right? So as I as I have my two and my five year old, we were very self-conscious about, you know, do we treat the kids like according to their personalities or, or their interests or how do we spark that creativity in them and kind of what's the best way. And, uh, and I'm just trying to try to figure it out, you know? So,
0: yeah, the, uh, the, the, inter- the interesting thing is, is like I said, so for the most part where I stumbled was I was basically recreating the environment that I lived in between zero and seven mm. and didn't even know mm. why, why I was being who I was being. I didn't yeah. know why. Bonding. I didn't know why I was getting upset at things. I had no idea. It's called a program. And that's how we build our identity. Our self-image is based on majority between the ages of zero and seven. That's 80% of it. And that's where we build our beliefs. Our beliefs about the people, places, and the world around us, and including us. And those beliefs, as we call it, or our story are the ones that drive our behaviors. And mm-hmm. I have a firm belief, wow. and I've proven it, proved it to myself over and over again. You can't be anything outside of who you believe yourself to be. You can never outperform your belief inside yourself, because that's what self-sabotage is. Self-sabotage is what you say you want goes against who you believe yourself to be. And right. that, that was where I struggled for almost all of my years. And in my experience and what I've, what I've seen is that's what's stopping everybody. Major, I shouldn't say everybody, majority of people from getting true fulfillment and, and delivering what they deserve and what they say they want in their life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I learned in business, I, I built my first business in 2004 and, brought it over to just over 600, K in yearly revenue. And what I learned after building four businesses and cycling a couple times is that people usually don't pay for more than the value of what they think they're worth. And people won't invest in more than they think they are worth. So, for me, it was, I was living a rock star lifestyle. I thought that I was awesome. I thought that, you know, I could just be that, that, you know, the band, right? Like you always talk about like rock and roll bands and the party lifestyle. Like that was me. That was who I was portraying myself to be. And I was buying up everything and I was like, yeah. And then other, other times, you know, they're like, well, we need this new equipment. I'm like, no. We can't buy it. We already have it. We're not going to buy new stuff. We'll just repair the old stuff. And, like, and so I was frugal sometimes, but then i blow, like, you know, a couple hundred dollar bar tabs. And uh, and it was just, I was way too one side or way too the other. And uh, and now that I look back, you know, if, if I was coaching my old self, um, I would have done things a way differently. Cause I, I mean, I really did. I held myself back. I was in the way. A lot of people will say that, you know, I am my own worst enemy. I get in my own way too much to where I either hold back my success or somehow it gets sabotaged. So I've had to deal with that most of my life.
0: Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, that's where a lot of it um, stems from. A lot of it is the beliefs that we have, about ourselves, my program, um, as I call it, kind of like the Matrix. My program wasn't; I wasn't good enough. So, in order to make myself feel good, I require validation from other human beings in order to feel good for myself. So, validation yep. from other people, validation, and, and validation from other people not only just came from what they seen, or what what they what they say to me, but I thought by Having the cars, having the lifestyle, having buying things made yep. me perceived as somebody who has made it. In fact, my driver's license plate of my very first sports car, which was a Porsche 911 Turbo, was made it.
1: <laughs> I literally was. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I,
0: I was literally Dude. focused on showing people that I made it. But on the other side of that story was um, my success as well, because if that story of I'm not good enough and me constantly hustling to prove it, I likely wouldn't have got to where I am today. So it was mm-hmm. disruptive and productive as well. The key is removing the requirement of the validation from other people and just working at becoming the best version of myself and the most amount of value to other humans. What I realized was that you are rewarded in direct proportion
1: to the value that you offer to people. Okay, yeah, definitely. You know, I hear all the time, like the marketing and the selling and the this and this and this. I'm like, dude, just stop with the with, with the nonsense jargon and talking to just deliver value, just deliver what people want or just deliver something of value and stop trying to be like, well, I got to get my funnel right. And I got to get this right. And I got to get, you know, oh, my system's got to be in line. I'm like, dude, just deliver value. That's it. <sighs> deliver value to people. And then you become recognized as the expert.
0: 100%. Deliver value that will give them results.
1: The sad thing. Is results driven.
0: That, yeah. And the sad thing that I realized was, and Gary Vee even said this, a lot of people ask, they ask the questions. They're like, why Gary, do you give away so much value? And did, you probably don't know it, what he said back, but it was a shocking moment to me. But then I looked at it and I was like, there's so much reality to this. He said, because 98% of the people will never even use one ounce of what I say to say to do it. I'll give away all the secrets, and no mm-hmm. one will actually apply it. And that's what he said.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, So, absolutely.
0: Part of my journey of where I was, where I am today, and, and why I'm out there actually helping people. Uh, I have a book coming out, Monetize Your Mind which is about using um, the internet and digital, uh, the digital world, um, mm-hmm. but the pieces that you need from a core level, like the success of the mind to get you through mm-hmm. each one of the pieces. What I realized was, and it's funny because you can look at statistics on this, 64% of NBA players, 78% of NFL players, at the end of their career within three to five years are in financial shambles or – broke or bankrupt within three to five years of leaving the NBA or the NFL on an average salary or an average lifetime income of $30 million. And then mm. to go to the lottery winners, and there's different statistics, yep. but between 70 and 95% of all lottery winners end up yep. broke or bankrupt within three to five years. Yep. Of yeah,
1: first few years, and yeah. Reality.
0: And what I started to realize was that all of these people, like most of the NFL players and the basketball players, were constantly looking at buying things like I was to validate themselves. In order for them to feel good, they buy the luxury lifestyles, they do the partying, they do all the stuff. But half, what happens is when you go to retire, though, you're no longer making the same income you did before. So they bought themselves out of a lifestyle trying to portray themselves, create validation to the world because they themselves, they themselves were not validated within their own self. And same with lottery winners. Lottery winners go in there and, you know, it's like a kid in a candy store. You just unlock it and they'll, you know, they'll they'll, they'll go hog wild with it and lose it all. And through my personal development and understanding what was actually creating all this, these people were all looking at the haves. Everyone wants to have the lifestyle. They want to have the fame. They want to have all that stuff. But in order to have that stuff, there's a philosophy. It's called be, do, have. You have to become the person and do the things to have. Anybody who just gets to have you're not become and do, so you actually end up, as we were talking about before, sabotaging it all. Because you're not that person. Your conscious mind and your unconscious mind are not in alignment. So you do everything in your power to bring right. yourself down about the beliefs you have in yourself. So I created, I wrote this book, and then I've just created a course, which is a 12 week course um, through group um, that is about recreating the person so that you can actually get the results and it's called monetize your mind as well. And it goes through all the things and the stories about, and the beliefs and the values you have in yourself. So you really understand contextually why you're currently getting the results you want. And then it also teaches you and shares with you how to get the results that you say you want and can achieve simply
1: by changing your right. beliefs about
0: yourself. Oh, okay. If that makes sense.
1: Perfect. Totally, totally makes sense. Uh, we're going to go to the calls, and we have a caller coming in. Please tell us who you are and where you're from.
2: Hi, my name is uh, Hugh. I'm calling from Ashland, Virginia. I'm originally from New York. I'm a global visionary. I love what both of you were Saying, and I know you're getting very close to touching on it, but I haven't heard it said yet. But this is what I'm working on: is bringing spirituality and unconditional love into global economics, education, politics, religion, and more, and transforming all that and rooting out corruption at the same time, also empowering women and indigenous people globally to manifest a better future in the present. So I compliment you on bringing forth all your stories because it's from our life experiences that we can make a choice of either going negative or positive. So I, the law of attraction is not limited. You put your own limits on it, so why not uh, bring love into your heart, not religion, but spirituality, and right. align that with align that with the creator and anything is possible I'd love to share my name because I can validate what both of you have been talking about through all my bizarre life experiences and my last name does already have global recognition in the food service field I'm really looking to feed people body, mind and spirit and I love what you were saying about businesses too because I say that today you can have the best company the best products and services it's it's no longer enough you have to be good to your employees your customers the environment and give back to the community in ethical legal moral ways because as people wake up to the mm-hmm. fact that election day is every day you buy a product if you're buying lead-based painted toys out of china through walmart your kids don't have a choice but you do a lot of people don't know it's verifiable on the Internet, a few years ago, Walmart paid a fine of $82 million for dumping pesticides down storm drains. What's to stop from doing it again or doing something else until they get caught? We are when we wake up enough to look at who we're buying from. So I'd love to share my name just so you can see who I am.
1: Uh, Hugh's a longtime listener of the show, and he's called in a couple times. So thank you, thank you Hugh. I appreciate your support. So, yeah. Thank you,
2: Hugh. Yes, thank you so, very much.
1: Jeff. Jeff, um, yeah, so what he was saying, uh, you know, with spirituality, let's dig into that, man. Spirituality, um, financial health, you know, how do you elevate the world around you in those categories right there?
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> There's, there's four quadrants that I care about. Um, there's your personal development, yep. there's your health, your spirituality, and your financially. And for me, spirituality is um, how much you delivered um, and shared and made a difference. So one of the things that's actually on my, my arm is you were born to make a difference. And I myself kind of take a view as if I'm not here on this planet and what will be said about me when I leave. So I call it spirituality or legacy. And yeah. I I personally experienced this um, just this year when my mom passed away. But you hear a lot of people when they go to their final days, um, a lot of regrets. You hear about all the things, all the things that they didn't do, all the, all the people that they didn't make amends with. And... Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to go through my transition of my life and understand that, started to understand and realize that everything was happening for me, not to me. And I watched my mom in her last days. She was sitting there and all of her friends, contacting all of her family members and making amends, you know, spending her last days, just letting everyone know um, that she was sorry and, and she wished she would have done. And then when it came to me, because my mom and I, you know, again, I grew up in a single mom on welfare and um, she didn't have the skills. I mean, she just didn't know. She she knew what she knew and she didn't know what she didn't know. And to be perfectly honest, I'm mm-hmm. extremely, extremely grateful for the life that I live because I wouldn't be where I am today. So this was something that was like a, a huge, a huge thing for me. So I, on, on my last, on her last days and I was sitting there and she looked over to me and, and you know, for her, I would be, you know, the one, the one person where she kind of wanted to lay out all the regrets and say that she's sorry. And as mm-hmm. she was in her literal final days that she could even speak, um, she said, Jeffrey, I just want to, you know, get to I just want to, you were like the, the last person I wanted. And I said, listen, I just want to stop you there. I said, I wouldn't be where I am. You wouldn't have these five, I wouldn't have these five beautiful grandchildren. And I said, I wouldn't have got that Porsche 911. I wouldn't have made a million dollars. I wouldn't be making an impact on the world if you weren't my mom. And she stopped at that very, 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 very moment. Because regret is a powerful thing. For her, I can only just imagine how powerful for her to make amends with me. But she stopped for a second at that very moment and looked. She goes, I guess I did do something good. And for me, that's what spirituality is. I touched her in a place where she was looking for a regret and, and anger, and I shifted her, or I gave her that space to realize that what she did in her life impacted me in a positive way. And she left this earth. Her very, very last words was, I love you and pass away and never spoke another word. So spirituality is the amount of people that you can touch that transform mm-hmm. or 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 gives new perspective or helps people on their way. Um, and that could be in, in health, that could be in finance, that
1: could be in personal development, but
0: for me it's it's about the impact.
1: That makes sense. No, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, that's incredible story, and I appreciate you sharing that. Uh it, it it's it's tough to lose people. And uh, I lost my grandmother about a year and a half ago, and my grandfather a few years before that, and and it's just you know, it's been it's really tough going through that. How I define spirituality is the strengthening of a set of beliefs, principles, and values. I teach something called spiritual resilience. And sometimes our, sometimes our faith goes through a questioning. Sometimes our faith doesn't seem to be living up to our expectations. And I say that faith is not you not believing. It's not the absence of doubt. Right, It's not you not believing. Faith is not the absence of doubt. Faith is the overcoming of that doubt, and therefore spirituality and spiritual resilience is your ability to strengthen your set of beliefs, principles, and values that you have, while religion is the, is the exercising of those beliefs, principles, and values that you have, whether it be at a church, in a mosque, or wherever you want to exercise those beliefs at – organized religion, whatever – so that's kind of where I'm at with that, is uh, spirituality is just a strengthening of a set of beliefs and principles and values that you have. So it's nothing, nothing saying that you have to be religious in order to be spiritual. It's just have that inner spirit in you, that, 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 those beliefs and principles that you carry.
0: 100%. Believing that there's something bigger than yourself.
1: Yeah, whether it be a universe, a god, a, a deity, whatever, right? just something that is, is at work. And, you know, people want to talk about, you know, I have faith and I have a, I have a friend of mine who is completely against religion. It's it's fake and there's no God. And then I'm, I'm like, okay, if you, if you, if you say so. And what he says, is like, Oh man, I have faith. What happens? You can't have faith, dude. You don't believe in God. And he's like, Oh, whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> and we just kind of go back and forth. Uh, I think I, I think I'm getting in his head a little bit, but, uh, but people believe in, and they go, like you said before, you know, they get in their own way or they, they believe ways that, that certain ways are the, are the only way. Um, if you ever hear in business that this is the way we've always done it, they're already doomed. That's my opinion. They're already doomed. What do you think? Yeah, I
0: mean, things are constantly changing, right? Um, oh, yeah. Change, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. So mm-hmm. you can either grow with the change or you can watch the change and, and, and basically be stuck where you're at, you know, constantly evolving, constantly understanding, constantly taking the knowledge that you're learning and, 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 and applying it in your life where you see fit. Um, and business certainly is that. Like if you see what's going on right now in the digital world, like, I mean, you see these huge, huge businesses that for years and years and years were dominating um, the retail and, and the brick and mortar businesses, they're going out of business now. Why? Because they didn't adapt. They didn't grow with the changes. They didn't see where, where people were going, you know, they didn't understand the marketplace. So very well said if, if you're, if you're sticking to that terminology. Um you're you're certainly um you're certainly setting yourself up for um, a surprise down the road. That's let's, let's just say that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So if someone wants to work with you, what do they have to look forward to? What is it that you're gonna do for them inside of your business and the transformation that you're gonna give them?
0: Yeah, so I can, I guess the best way to do it is to give feedback based on some of the people that I've worked with. Um, the biggest thing, I guess, in a nutshell, the transformation that i perform for people or that I share with people and give them space to do it themselves is to see who they are, to see where they want to go and become the person, believe in themselves as the person that can get those results. And, it is the most challenging when you're, when you're shifting your identity because you're, you're, your actual unconscious mind requires an identity as a survival. And my, my, uh, my, my fellow students that have gone through my program, they say it's like being put through a blender and coming out as a margarita. <laughs> sure. Nice. It's, it's a challenge, but nothing in life worth getting is easy. Let's just put it that way.
1: So, oh, 100%. Yes. So,
0: so that's why I came out with the Monetize Your Mind. So just so everyone knows, I built a program that was an eight-week program, and I took them through um, real humans first for a year through beta just to see what the results were, tweaked, had real-life people, um, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. Um, Employees, oh, you name it, a, a wide variety of different people, and watching the people at the end of it, it was just amazing. Better relationships with their 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 spouses, their moms, their dads, their businesses flourishing, and none of that would have happened if they didn't change the belief about themselves. And mm-hmm. that's the transformation that you look for: is that whatever you whatever a man can conceive and believe, he can achieve, as long as
2: for sure. You
0: know, as, as long as the belief about it within himself is in alignment with what he
1: wants. for sure. Yeah. I a hundred percent believe that man. Absolutely. So we always end the show with a takeaway for the audience. So what is the one thing that you want the audience to know and understand about your journey, everything that you've been through, and the entrepreneurial world?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess the biggest takeaway, I, I, what I'll share is my biggest takeaway that I ever had was number one, if you can find a mentor that has already, that has the results that you're looking for, and they're willing to mentor you. Take that and go with it. That was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made for most of my life, as I never had a mentor. Number two, really the environment. The environment that you surround yourself with is so important. Your mind is so malleable. There's, I mean, I could go into the science of this, but there are mirror neurons that mirror the people that you are around with. Your environment is conducive to your success. Jim Rohn has a famous saying, you know, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. And the last thing, and it's it kind of goes with uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The only thing stopping you from getting what you want in life is that bullshit story in your head saying you can't. And you can.
1: Boom. Love it. Dude, you're a rock star. Thank you so much, man. Um, I'd like to have you back. You know, I feel like we just, just like barely got into the deepness of what you do and your story and you know um, you have so much to give and uh, what's the best place that people could find you and hook up with you?
0: Uh, they can find me on my site. I've got a ebook on there, which is basically the healthy habits of the top 1%. I studied all the top 1% in the world and it gives the science behind um, as well as um, actionable items to actually uh, put and transfer in your life. Instagram, YouTube, I'm about to just put out 30 motivational um, videos, all produced and done by me, not cuts of everyone else and things that will really uh, turn the needle for you to um, get what you want in your life. So all those places you can find me, Facebook, of course, as well.
1: Perfect. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the show, man.
0: Thank you for having me on the show. It was amazing. Love, uh, love sharing this and uh, love your show.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you so much, man. would love to have you back at any time. Absolutely. Not a problem at Life all. Trans- yeah, man. Life transformation radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. If your social media sucks, if your marketing sucks, this is the guy. He is an entrepreneur, speaker, and digital marketing expert. Connect with him at jeffhughes.com, G-E-O-F-F, jeffhughes.com. Connect with him on Instagram. Check out his YouTube videos. Get inspired and learn from Jeff what to do and not to do in entrepreneur's climate today. With that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.